Welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinette. We're taking a break from our usual episodic fare for something very different. Esteemed podcaster Steve Guerra invited me on his show, Beyond the Big Screen, to discuss the movie Black Robe, set in New France in the year 1634. I hope you enjoy the interview. I'm very happy to be joined by Mark Vinette of the History of North America podcast. And today we are going to really take a deep dive on a kind of a unique movie, the 1991 movie, Black Robe, about the Jesuit who they call Black Robe. And that's where the name comes from of the movie. And this movie really brings in a lot of interesting facets of the history of the church, Catholicism, Native Americans, and the colonization of North America. And I really can't think of a better person with whom to talk to about this movie than none other than Mark Vinette of the History of North America podcast. And I would also like to thank listener Grant, who suggested this episode a long time ago. And I've, I've been looking for the right guest to talk about this, and I've found the right guest to talk about this great movie. But before we get started, Mark, why don't you just give us a little bit about your background? Well, thanks, Steve. It's wonderful to be with you. I've chosen to present the eclectic history of North America in a series of detailed episodes during which I attempt to share with my audience in a positive manner the sweeping saga of the continent from its deep history origins to our present epoch. For the purposes of my podcast, I define North America to include the USA, Canada, and Mexico. I explore the interesting, compelling, inspiring, and tragic stories of these three great nations, their inhabitants, heroes, villains, leaders, and respective geographies. My goal is to search for the multiple causes that led to the thrilling story of North America, an action-packed tale that's still unfolding. I voyage back to earlier times and investigate incidents that set in motion a series of events that help explain the close relationship, but sometimes contentious relationship, of these three continental neighbors. The United States, Mexico, and Canada have many important features and attributes in common. It's not surprising, therefore, that the history of the exploration and subsequent settlement of these three countries are closely interrelated. The complete history of these three nations cannot be properly analyzed and understood without reference to the history of the other. Part of this saga brings us today to the motion picture Black Robe, which is set in the northeastern part of North America. And I should mention for people who are new listeners and old listeners that we will be giving spoilers in this. We're really we're taking a deep dive, so we're going to be dissecting a lot of different parts of the movie. So as always, I mean, it's up to you how you want to watch it. But I always suggest watch the movie, listen to this up ep- to an episode of Beyond the Big Screen, and then watch the movie again. And you'll get so much more out of the movie. This movie is not always easy to access. And you're based in Canada. Was it any easier for you to access it? Well, Steve, I have an extensive personal collection of history films that I've amassed over many years. My library of movies includes digital files, Blu-ray, DVD, and believe it or not, Black Robe on VHS. Oh, wow. When handling the cassette, my kids looked at me with total incredulity and stupefaction. (laughs) The image was a bit grainy and low res, but it did the job. How did you watch the movie? And you had an actual working VHS, too? Oh, yes. I 
I have I have a lot of VHS cassettes in my library that I don't want to discard because some of them haven't been duplicated to digital yet. So I do have a few working machines. That's how I was able to watch Black Robe. That's but uh, like I said, it got it. the job done. Yeah, it sure did. How did I, you watch the movie? I was able to find it on YouTube and it was grainy. So it looks like somebody probably did digitize their VHS version of the movie. It wasn't available on Amazon Prime, but it may have been available in the specific country stores. It just wasn't available on the U.S. But you don't have to go too very hard to find a copy of this, especially your library might have it in the back copy, back catalog in either VHS or DVD as well. So you can definitely get a copy of it. As a piece of pure entertainment, Steve, I think this movie has its flaws. But as a portrayal of history on film, I found it very mature, nuanced, realistic, interesting and effective. It's a combination of top talents delivering a gripping and tragic story and a meticulously researched representation of indigenous life with dialogue in the Cree, Mohawk, and Algonquin languages. Yeah, that's what I kind of went back and forth with with this movie is that it was very rich in history, but as a film, it was it lacked in a couple of areas, which I think will probably focus more on the hist- historical side and the context side, but it probably will come up at times that some of the entertainment value wasn't quite there. The film is set in New France, my corner of the world. The French established an extensive colony in the New World from 1534 to 1763. Our movie takes place exactly 100 years after Jacques Cartier first sailed up the mighty St. Lawrence River to the place where the film begins, Quebec City, formerly known as the Aboriginal village of Stadacona. And for all you folks out there who have never been up to Canada and visit Quebec City, It's something that you should put on your bucket list because it's one of the most beautiful cities in North America. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening, who should call right now? Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I absolutely love Quebec City. I think that it could potentially possibly be my most favorite place in the whole world. You're in Europe, but you're not in Europe. It oozes history. Every corner you go through, you feel like you're in a a European village, but you're also not in a European village. It's definitely something, it's sort of like New Orleans, but I think much nicer than New Orleans, not any knock to New Orleans. Well, some consider Quebec City as one of the jewels of North America, and I think it's worth definitely 
worth a visit. And it's there during the first years of the settlement that we actually meet the villages or the settlement's founder and governor, Samuel de Champlain, one year before his death in 1635. I've seen the man represented in different movies and TV series as a younger man, but here we see him as an older gentleman. I think it's an interesting characterization of him, which takes place at the beginning of the movie. Maybe before we dive too deep into the movie, this movie was an interesting background on how it was produced as interesting. It's actually a Canadian-Australian co-production. And it's based on a novel of the same name, Black Robe, which I've been um, going to read the novel. It's on my to-read list. It's tracing the adventures, basically, of a French Jesuit priest. The main cast, which I think it was casted very well, was predominantly Canadian and Native Aboriginal actors. August Schellenberg is probably the most marquee name on the cast, but also it features Raul Trujillo in a smaller role, who he was one of the main characters in another film that Mark and I discussed, Apocalypto. So it's a very interesting cast. Actually, as you mentioned, it is a Canadian and Australian co-production. And in order for these type of international films to be made, not only do both countries have to pony up some money, but they also have to contribute with regards to the talents. And I think the Australian government and tax credits, tax breaks and grants ponied up some money in exchange for an Australian director and also one of the main stars, I think, is uh, partly Australian. So that's how it became a Canadian and Australian co-production, which isn't obvious when you watch the movie. It's a total Canadian experience, a Northeastern North American movie, and we have Australia that's part of it. Maybe a good place to start off is describing a bit of the geography of this land, because it is an extreme place where this movie happens climate-wise. I mean, now you can live in Quebec and you get in your car and you're heating, but these people were living in huts and houses that they're just carving out of the wilderness. And if I had to put a pin anywhere in the map, that probably wouldn't be the first place I would be to camping. Tell us a little bit about the geography and the climate of this area. The key to understanding this movie is the fur trade. The fur trade involved beavers, and beavers only lived in northern areas of North America where there was snow, where there was cold, and that's why their pelts were so sought after, because it was their protection against the weather and the cold, and thus those furs were in high demand in European markets. Yeah, we're dealing with the cold area, extreme winters, and I believe they said that this is the in the beginning that the movie is starting going into fall, going into the winter. So they're not going to be experiencing a beautiful summer in Quebec. They're getting the full front of the winter. The main protagonist, the priest, the Jesuit priest, is being asked to travel 1,500 miles in this weather in order to attain his goal, which is a Huron village. Black Robe gives us a mature portrayal of Amerindians, something that we're used to today in modern films and TV series, but was still somewhat new in 1991 when this film was made. Back in the days of old Hollywood, Indians, as they were then called, or as they then called Native North Americans, were usually depicted as superficial characters lacking in depth. 
black robe instead shows Amerindians as the multidimensional individuals that they were. Join us next time for part two of this special interview. Check out the YouTube version of this episode, which has accompanying visuals. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you enjoy the listen. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss. Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body which decreases as we age. Taking Calitrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calitrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text history that's H I S T O R Y using the code 30605.